This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. They're young. She has chased you down the hall with a bat. They're beautiful. One of these girls' behavior is so bad. They're wild. She is under house arrest. Sometimes I just have to leave because I can't, I can't take it. They drink, they lie, take drugs, they sneak out, and they still get everything they want. How does that make sense? Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. Did you demand a car in exchange for coming on the show? Daughters out of control. I can start behaving a lot better if I want to. I've heard it all a million times. It's crap. Parents in over their heads. Why do you give in? I'm soft-hearted. You have to say, I am taking control of this family, and we are not going to have this behavior. What do you do? Did friends at a party have sex in your parents' bed? With troubled teens. Well, I opened the door and they were doing something. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. If it matters to you, that's what I want to talk about. Ten seconds to end. Love you. Well, thank you. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Ready, camera five. Take track. Go, Dr. Cal. Let's do it. They are smoking, they are drinking, they are speeding, they are popping pills. They're disappearing all night, and they're disrespecting their parents all day. Not exactly the kind of behavior moms and dads want out of their teenage girls, right? Well, today you're going to meet a family that is the perfect example of the tail wagging the dog. We got two girls, 14-year-old Elena and 16-year-old Alexis, and they are calling the shots, and it seems that mom and dad are just rolling over. Now, one of these girls is so bad in her behavior that she is actually under house arrest. Now, the other, let's just say I'm not even sure she's going to show up today. <laughs> now, this is more common than you think. I want this show to be a huge wake-up call for Mom Kimberly and Dad David and every parent out there. Take a look, then we'll start talking. The biggest problem we have in our family is our kids are out of control. Elena, I did not hear you. Whoa, one, two, three. Oh, my family is disciplined. When Kimberly was working and I was in charge of the kids, it didn't go well. When I started working, the girls got into a pattern of doing whatever they wanted because Dad is very trusting and believes what they say. Can't trust what they say. Elena, you're going to be mad if I put any of these no. on No. Elena is my 14-year-old. She's been taking off, going to parties, getting in trouble, and just not listening to me. It's in my makeup bag. You go get it. I called Elena, and she was slurring her words. When I got home, Elena was passed out. The next day, she told me she took two Xanax. She said she was bored. Elena is under house arrest because she continues to take off despite what we say, and we can't control her. I don't really care about getting caught. 
My wife believes that the reason the girls are the way they are is because I can't make the punishment stick. Alexis is my 16-year-old. Her trouble comes from traffic violations. Speeding, rolling through stop signs, violation of curfew. My husband David will take her car keys away, but Alexis always gets them back within a day or two. When Alexis gets in trouble, I cut her phone off. I'll take her computer, but her father always turns her phone back on. My mom lets my sister get away with a lot more than me. My sister Elena gets grounded a lot more. She does more stuff to get grounded. They know how to work with me for the things that they want to get done, so I'm a victim of being manipulated by a bunch of little girls. I have felt like I've disciplined the girls alone, but lately I feel like I just don't even try anymore because the discipline I put in place just gets taken away, and I just feel like giving up. You guys have seen auctioneers, right, where they just talk real fast? Yes. That's how fast I feel like I need to talk today. Because I have so much that I want to say to you guys, you can't even imagine. And, and so I just, I, I want to jump right into it. Why do you want to be here today? Because my girls are out of control, and I don't know what else to do. So I'm a last resort. <laughs> well, at least I made the list. <laughs> So do these girls have him wrapped around their little fingers? Definitely. I've been warned about this. I just had a granddaughter. I, I, I had two sons. I've never had. <laughs> and everybody's telling me that they're wily and they're smooth and that they, they, they will. Look, you guys are going to feel in the next few minutes that you came here for me to throw you under the bus because you are doing some things that I just have to, to talk about, that you've got to change. But the good news is I'm going to tell you what to do instead of that. You've got to know what you're doing is not working, right? Well, I've tried cutting their phones off, taking away the things that are important to them, their friends, but it just never sticks. So, I What just, do you mean, it never sticks? It just never sticks, because... Sorry, honey, but he, he cuts their phone back on in two days, or he'll, he'll, I'll take their car keys and hide them, and he'll let them drive his car, and... Okay, well, let me, let me tell you all two things that might surprise you. Is, is Number one, I don't ask myself why your girls are doing this. Based on everything I know about the situation, I ask myself, why not? Why, why wouldn't they? They're impulsive. They're young. They're, they're, they're teenage girls. Teenagers want what they want when they want it, and they want it now. Okay, so that's all, their foresight is this far, right? They have no ability to predict the consequences of their actions. That's your job because they can't see around corners, because they can't see that they're going to wind up dead, overdosed, or pregnant. You're not putting the brakes on for them. You're letting them manipulate you. You're not on the same wavelength as far as what you need to do, right? Because you'll, you'll impose something, and then you, you cave. But you cave as well. I mean, you, your girls tell me that you try to act more like a friend than a mother, that you're the hip, cool mom. I'm, I don't always want to to be the bad guy all the time because they say you're so negative you always criticize us you, you don't like anything we do well they give you a lot to criticize I said there were two things one is that I, I don't ask myself why I ask myself why not why would they not be doing this and the other thing is I didn't really care whether the girls came today or not the parents grab their kid and they drag them to the therapy altar and drop them at the feet and say there fix them up for me let me know when you're done we'll stop back and pick them up you could have just sent them out here. Y'all stayed home, had a break. I could fix them, send them home, and we'd all be happy, right? Why do you suppose I don't care if they even come? 
think because it starts with us, when, uh, yeah. probably me more than, uh, more than Kimberly. Well, it, and look, clearly you are loving parents, okay? It, it, it's not that you just don't care or that you have bad intentions. I get that. I, I really do. But this is not about those girls. Were they born this way? No. Elena, eight tickets, two obstruction tickets for hiding from the cops, two unruly behavior tickets, three minor under the influence. She's 14. She's got three tickets for drinking. She blames those on me, too. Yeah. Maybe she should. One of you said you don't care if she goes to a kegger. Fess up. I, I said she, 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 went, she told me she was going to a bonfire. And I said, it turns out they had a keg of beer there. And you, that was a shock to you? Yeah, a little bit. Not now it was. How long do you live down south? Uh, 59 years. So you're talking to a southern boy here. You ever been to a bonfire didn't have beer? Uh, no. You found her so drunk, she could barely stand. It was horrible, horrible. She had puke all in her hair. She couldn't even sit up. She couldn't speak. It was awful. This is the baby. Alexis, who, by the way, She's still saying, I, I don't know if I want to come out onto the show today. And I had Kathleen go tell her for me that I didn't give a damn whether she did or she didn't. Mm -hmm. That we're going to talk about her. If she wants to be here participate in it, that's fine. If she didn't, that, that's fine too. I think she'd want to participate in the discussion of her future, but if she doesn't, I could care less. So she decided she would come. Uh, maybe she will. I mean, maybe she won't. I, I don't know. She has chased you down the hall with a bat. When she was in first grade, yes, I was making her do her schoolwork, and she got really angry at me. She dumped a milkshake on your head? Mm-hmm. What would you do when she dumped a milkshake on your head? I had to breathe deep so I wouldn't hit her. You, uh, but I didn't hit her. She poured water on your cell phone. This was in the same day, yeah. yes. Yeah, delightful. You, you actually sometimes sleep in the car. You've slept in the car because you didn't want to go in and deal with the chaos. So you're overwhelmed. I, yes, I'm very yeah. overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. Let's talk about what we can agree about. Can we agree that something has to happen? They, they've taken drugs, right? Xanax? Yes. And drink? Yes. And they've mixed them? I assume they have. Because they were bored. Which one of these little dumplings was it that said she... Um, it was Elena. It was Elena. And you know her sister took her to a Little Wayne concert, and they were both on Xanax and stayed out all night. What did you all do when that happened? I didn't get any sleep. I was burning their cell phone up, calling all their friends, calling everybody what, I knew. What did you do when, to... you, when you caught them? I gave them a drug test. And they failed it. Mm -hmm. And what'd you do? They've done so much stuff, I, it just all runs together. Doesn't even register. <sighs> okay, we gotta take a break. David and Kimberly's daughters are backstage. One of them's been causing our producers huge headaches for days. <laughs> and as for her parents, well, she asked them, she said, okay, I'm gonna come, but you're gonna have to buy me a car. <laughs> Tell me you didn't buy the car. No. Yet. No. We'll be right back.
how you found this one. Good. <laughs> There's so not going on there. So you're not going to go on the show? Mm-hmm. Why don't you want to go on the show? Because I don't want to. Good morning, you guys. Kathleen, it's Russell. Hey, listen, Alexis on the way over in the limousine was talking about that she didn't want to be on the show. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Charming. When we were at David and Kimberly's house, our cameras kept rolling as 14-year-old Elena lit up a cigarette on the porch. She revealed that she's thrown parties right under her parents' nose. Although she's still under house arrest, Elena was able to travel here with her parents today along with her older sister, Alexis. Why do y'all think we're all here? We're not good kids. Are you a bully, Alexis? No, not really. Are you a manipulator? Sometimes. Did, did you demand um, a car in exchange for coming on the show? No, they just said they're not getting me one unless I come on. And you were, you were trying to bribe her as well, right? Because you, you said to one of our producers, maybe if you could arrange a modeling shoot for her <laughs> while she was there, then that would entice her to come. Really? Well, I was trying to get her any way I could to come out here. How do you feel about being here? Well, I need help, so... What, what help do you need? Um, to not be so rebellious and... Do you drink? Sometimes. Do you do drugs? Not that much. That would be a yes? Yeah. And you smoke? And you're 14, but now you're under house arrest, and, you, and you've been in jail. Mm -hmm. And you said it was her fault. The problem with my parents is they're mean, annoying, they're always in my business, and they don't discipline me and my sister the same. I called my mom a bitch. I got slapped for it. And like a week before that, my sister was like, you're such a 
bitch to my mom, and my mom didn't even take away her phone. They have a higher standard for me than her. My mom called the cops on me twice because I leave without her permission, but Alexis does it and she doesn't call the cops on her. You don't call the cops on your kids. I told her I was coming home. She still called the mommy. I walked down to my friend's house that was having a party. I was drinking liquor. I got locked up because I was under the influence, and no normal parent would do that because she doesn't need to put me in a bad situation like that. I wound up in juvenile detention center because I got arrested two weekends in a row, and I was already on probation because I got a possession of marijuana charge. And my mom came to visit me the first time. She just started bawling her eyes out, and I was like, you need to suck it up because it's your fault that I'm in here. Everyone I know parties. I'm the only person that gets caught, and it's because of my parents. Well, they could have just grounded me or something. I would want my parents to leave me and Alexis the hell alone and, like, not care like half of our friends' parents don't. She showed up crying, but she said it was her fault that you were in jail. How was it her fault? Because she called the cops on me. If I rob a bank and somebody calls the cops and I wind up in jail, it's the fault of whoever called the cops. No. Me robbing the bank had nothing to do with it. This rude person called the cops on me, <laughs> and so now I'm in jail. How dare they? Is that your logic? Let me know if I run a red light here. I'm trying to, which, well, you actually, you do that too, but <laughs> you want, you got your car sold because you had a lot of tickets, right? Yeah. You, you crashed the car in 2007. You've had a speeding ticket that you said was lost in the system, run a stop sign, curfew and rolling through a stop sign, rolling through a stop sign yet again. Most of those got dropped. And the first one I didn't run, they had it on camera. You still like, got them though, right? Yeah. It's probably just a conspiracy. <laughs> you put an alarm system on the house, right? Yes. So if they left, you would know. Well, actually I called her sneaking out <clears throat> twice, so I had an alarm system put in. And, and what did y'all do? Turned it off. <laughs> do y'all have any respect whatsoever for your parents' right to tell you what you can do and what you can't do? Yeah. Well, looking at myself, I don't. Which she one likes of them, all my friends. Which one of them did you tell not to get a tattoo? <clears throat> and did you get a tattoo? You didn't tell me not to. Yes, I, I did. And which one did you tell not to get a lip ring? A tongue ring, her. A tongue ring? And, and, um... She got it anyway. She got it anyway? Mm-hmm. So, what am I missing here? I, I, cause I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to assess the situation. I mean, it is what it is. You don't, it doesn't really matter what they say to you, right? I don't know. Things have gotten better. On the stage here, or...? No, like, <laughs> for the past few months, things have gotten better. Really, that's, that's why y'all felt the need to be here. All right, I gotta take a break. We're gonna find out why mom blames Alexis for her younger sister's bad behavior. We'll talk about that when we come back. Alexis has called her father name and yelled at him in front of the whole softball team. Alexis always gets angry when she doesn't get her way. She called a timeout, went over to her dad, started yelling at him. She got mad and threw her glove at him and told him he's an idiot and doesn't know how to coach. The things that set Alexis off are not predictable. If she disagrees with something that somebody has told her she has to do or can't do, then she is quick to throw anger fits with her mom and her sister, sometimes me. 
I think that Elena's actions have been influenced by her older sister. Elena is following in her sister's footsteps, but Elena is more out of control with it than her sister. Well, Kimberly and David believe that their daughters Alexis and Elena are dangerously out of control, and what's making things worse is Alexis' anger and the way she bullies everyone in the family to get her own way. If they don't do what you want them to do, then you're just going to create so much havoc that they'll eventually cave. Is that your strategy? I don't know. I mean, well, come on, we're just being honest here. I mean, you, obviously I know the answer to the question or I wouldn't be asking. No. You, you, you manage by intimidation. I guess so. What? I don't know. Hey, listen, you're a big enough girl to, to make the decisions. Be a big enough girl to own them. <laughs> Is your dad a pushover? I guess. He's a nice guy. What do you think they say? about you, Dad, when you're not around? They say, you know, we can, and they tell Kimberly, they say, we can really talk him, given time, we can talk him into anything. And, and why do you give in? I'm soft-hearted. I'm easily swayed about it. If you have a sad story, I'll listen to it. Let me characterize that for you as to how I think this really works. And you guys can listen to this. I don't mind. They're not going to like much of what happens from here on. I, I just tell you because we're going to talk about you a little bit like you're not even here. When a parent indulges a child, it's like they're saying, okay, I can do this right now because it makes me feel better. It takes the pressure off of me. So I'm going to give in here because doing so will make me feel better in the moment. I can be liked. I can be the good guy. I don't have to deal with their unhappiness. Because I believe that parents are as happy as their saddest child. I, I really do. I, I think that really affects us. And so when you give in, you're doing that for you. It is a totally selfish response. When you give in and allow them to do things that you know in the logical, rational light of day is not in their best interest, you're teaching them, okay, I, I told you something that was going to go on for two weeks, and now I'm teaching you that I am full of crap, that, no, that the world doesn't work that way. The world will tell you something, but they won't do it. Then you're giving them a bad message, aren't you? You're teaching them not to respect you, and you're teaching them the, a way the world doesn't work. Because when they go out and get a job or they go get in college, that teacher who isn't sad because they don't have their homework is going to give them an F. And they're going to be in shock because Daddy taught them that all you have to do is bat your eyes and whine a little bit and you'll get by. Are you capable of putting their interest ahead of your own? Yeah, I think that's where we have to get, yes, sir. Because that's what I'm saying that I don't think you've considered. When you do this, you're making them pay for your comfort. You're saying, I'm going to, I'm going to cripple you. I'm going to sabotage you so I feel better. Isn't that a selfish way to be? It is. You're not giving them something. You're taking something away. You're taking away the opportunity for them to grow up as self-sufficient young women who can self-police, self-control, set goals and attain them. You're taking all of those things away from them by allowing them to get what they want without earning it. 
They haven't showed themselves to be trustworthy. They haven't shown themselves to have integrity. They haven't shown themselves to be able to set and achieve a goal in a sustained sort of way, but you pay them off anyway. And that's not how the world works, right? No, not at all. And, and here's the deal. I think if kids perform at an A level, they should have an A lifestyle. But I think if they perform at a D level, they should have a D lifestyle. They do good work, they get good things. But if they don't do good work, they don't get good things. But that's not how it works at your house, is it? They have an A-plus lifestyle with a D-minus behavioral set, right? They sneak out, they drink, they lie, they bully, and they still get everything they want. How does that make sense? It doesn't. What do you all think about that? I don't know. You'll be a mother someday. And if you don't get this under control, sooner than later, could be very, very soon. Did you fake a pregnancy? No. Did you test positive? Yes. It just went away. <laughs> what do you think? No comment. We mean no comment. We're here to comment. I mean, I don't want her to get mad at me. I just. I didn't do I, anything. I think it was the first time she'd ever drank. I got a phone call from her friend's mother saying that she found Elena. She was so drunk. And I went over there to pick her up. She couldn't even sit up. She was passed out. She wouldn't wake up. It just makes me cry because she scared me so much. David and Kimberly say that they've just lost control of their teenage daughters, Elena and Alexis. Um, we were just talking, and I asked you a question. I said, how did she test positive for pregnant and then just wasn't? And you said, well, I don't want to say because I don't want to make her mad. Well, you don't have to live with her, I do. <laughs> and it's very difficult to live with her when she's angry because... I can't handle it. I just can't handle it. I just, sometimes I just have to leave because I can't, I can't take it. So she's got you completely buffaloed. True? No. How did you test positive for pregnant and you weren't? Did you use somebody else's urine? No, I don't even know any pregnant people. How did she test positive, Elena? I don't want her to be mad at me either. I don't do anything. You don't want to be mad at you either? No, whenever she gets I don't like her being mad at me. She used somebody else's urine, right? I'm not. No comment. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we all know how that happened. I'm a little flabbergasted here. Um, were you trying to stay hooked up with a boyfriend? That didn't happen. I'm sorry? Nothing. I'm sorry? Nothing. Okay, so... Where in the stage is this pouting? Are we going to see anger here in a few minutes? No, we will after. We will when we get home okay. or back to the hotel. All right, next, I've got a plan for Kimberly and David to consider. We'll be right back.
If you would like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do y'all want to do here? I mean, it's very obvious to me that you have to have a completely different approach to what's going on here. It's what I call commando parenting. I think you are on the brink of a crisis. And I think you have to decide that you're either going to do your job as parents or you're not. You're in a power struggle here. And see, here's my philosophy with, with kids. I think you avoid confrontation every step of the way that you can. But if they decide that they want to do that differently, if you do have a confrontation, do not lose. Do not lose. And commando parenting, to me, means that you make a commitment to totally immersing yourself into the plan. And let me tell you how radical my thinking is about this, Dad. I mean, if that means you have to quit your job, if that means you have to sell your house and live in a tent, you do whatever you have to do to say, I am taking control of this family, and we are not going to have this behavior. You... You cannot, you cannot leave her to deal with this because you want to be the nice guy. You're overwhelmed. She is overwhelmed here. She's saying, I got nothing. And this, the second thing you got to do is you gather the army. And if you guys are the team, then you need to fall back and say, look, we got a job here. It is our job to deliver them to adulthood safe and sound, hopefully educated and prepared for the next level. And we're not doing that. And if you have to, you strip their existence. I mean, see, we have an, we have an entitled generation here. They think they're entitled to cars, cell phones, designer clothes, hairdos, makeup. Your responsibility is to provide these children with shelter and food. That's it. And I have to tell you, if, if these were my daughters, when they got home today, there would be a twin bed in their bedroom 
period. It's warm, it's dry, there's a bed. They would have clothes. They would not be designer clothes. They would be fundamental, cover your body, stay warm when it's cold and cool when it's hot clothes. You gotta earn, the, everything above that is a privilege. Everything above that is a privilege. It, it's, not a, it's not an entitlement. And you don't back down. You make clear what is forbidden behavior. And when they choose the behavior, you choose the consequences. If you girls were going home with me, I promise you, you could do drugs or drink one time. And then I would take you out of the game. If you don't have the wherewithal and the ability for them to function, then they need to be somewhere that is highly structured, somewhere that rolls them out of the bed at 6.30 in the morning, somebody that puts them in class until the work is done, somebody that does what has to be done. When they choose the behavior, they choose the consequences. You may say, oh, I just feel terrible. I sent my girls to a, this highly structured school. But you know what? You're doing your job. You may not be popular, but you're doing your job. And that's what has to happen. And, and failure to enforce consequences, you'll sabotage their development. You put them in control. You put them in control. You say, you do this, you get that. You do this, you get that. You do this, you do that. That way it's up to them. It's not you deciding whether they have a television in the room or not. They decide that by their conduct. That's up to them. And you've got to be prepared for war. If they run, get the police. I would rather have them safe in jail than at risk on the street. You have to be prepared to do what you have to do to get this under control. And you have to reward good behavior. I always told our boys, I said, look, you guys can earn more than you could ever cheat and steal. You can get more out of Robin and I by doing a great job than you're ever going to be able to sneak around and do. And this is the good news for y'all. You guys can have more than you could ever hope to manipulate or bully out of your parents if you're just willing to do what you have to do. That's not going to include drinking and alcohol. That's against the law. Neither one of you are drinking age. Both of you drink. Neither one of you have prescriptions to be taking the medications you're, you're taking. And they'll mix those, and you will find them dead. Now, I don't care how much you want to feel liked. Your job is for them to not wake up dead from mixing drugs and alcohol because they don't know any better. Because they don't know any better. So... I'm, I probably look like a crazy man to y'all, but I'm trying to give you a wake-up call. I'm trying to tell you what needs to happen here. So what do y'all want to say? No, you're right. You're right. That's exactly what needs to happen. Most of the kids in the world today are lucky to be warm and dry. And these girls flaunt. They don't appreciate what, what you give them. It's obvious. They don't respect you. She's standing on your porch smoking a cigarette, talking about her friends at a party, throwing up in your bed. Did these people have sex in your parents' bed? Mm, well, I opened the door and they were doing something, but I don't know if they were doing that or not. Well, you told our producer on the porch well, they were having sex in the sure bed. Well, I'm pretty sure I opened the door and I saw something, but then I shut it again. Cause Why would you allow people I didn't allow to even it. It just be happened. in our house like that? It just happened because you allowed... You, did you invite these people over? And, and you let them go in your house, and, and you let them get in your parents' bed. Well, I didn't bed. know they were up there. We were at a church marriage retreat, marriage retreat. at the time. Does that not, just, in, does that just not enrage you? It does. 
That, that, and, and, but you're afraid you're going to hurt her feelings because she needs her cell phone because, Dad, I need it because we're doing homework and I have to call somebody who's in the study group. If I don't have a cell phone, then I can't call the study group and i got to have it so I can do it. I've heard it all a million times. It's crap. It's time, it's, it's time to say we're not going to do this anymore. These are delightful young women. They are intelligent. They're gorgeous girls. You know, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And you have given these girls a power that they are not mature enough to handle. You've got the tail wagging the dog. It's not fair to them. It's just not fair to them. You have a crisis situation on your hands. This is something that calls for immediate and dramatic intervention. Are they up to it? And if they're not, what's the alternative? There are two possibilities. I'm going to tell you what they are when we come back. Well, we've heard that no one in this family wants to upset Alexis. They don't want to talk about anything that might make her mad. In fact, Alexis wasn't going to come on the show then she was, then she was, and then she was, then she was, and then she was. I never thought that should have really been an option since she's not an adult. And I know we all grew up where my dad said, get over here and stand. I went vertical right there. <laughs> I'm the best friend you've got in this room right now. I'm the best friend you got in this room right now. And I'm going to tell you why, because I'm trying to save you from yourself right now. You can't be happy being mad all the time. We haven't even been fighting lately. We've been fine like the past few months. Yeah, that's why everybody's afraid to even say anything around you. These girls have to either say, okay, you know what? We are a family and we have responsibility to be members of this family like everybody else. And we're going to participate and do what we need to do so everybody can have a peaceful, happy existence. My philosophy with my boys was always very simple. I said, you got two jobs. One is to get educated, and number two was to have a damn good time doing it. I said, you should be joyful. You should be happy. You should be having fun every day. If you're not having fun every day, you're not managing your lives very well. You know, have fun, but get yourself prepared. They're either going to cooperate in that, or you need to take them out of that environment and put them somewhere that they are required to do things that they're not doing now. I will make resources available to you for both of those options. You say you're about to wrap up the family counseling that you have now. I will make resources available to you to pursue that on an outpatient basis collectively if you think you have what it takes to step up and do it. And if you don't, I will make another option available to you for both of these girls called the Aspen Education Group, the nation's leading provider of therapeutic programs for teens and their parents. They have a program called Turnabout Ranch in Utah that is an opportunity for the family to work through the issues, find solutions to the problems that have been identified here today where you're in a completely different environment. So I'm going to make both resources available to you, and I'm going to let you decide what to do. And truly, who's going to decide this is these two. If they get that you're serious and they may decide, you know what, 
I need to start conducting myself like the quality young woman I am. And if they don't, then you need to go to option B. And you may need to go straight to option B. I will leave that up to you. But I will make both of those resources available to you. What do you think? Obviously, I'd rather fix it in our house and, and mm -hmm. with our family instead of having to pack everybody up and go and do something. And I understand. Is, is, so we, we, we can do We can trust me. I don't have any support back there, but we can. We can. Right. Hold on, guys. They're questioning, based on what they've heard, if you would seriously commit to commando parenting and getting this thing under control. I think it's completely reasonable if that's what you want to attempt to do. What do you think? <laughs> I'm with the audience. I just don't think it's going to happen. It will or it won't. It will or it won't. It's really up to them. What would you all like to see happen? I'm stuck at home for the next three months because I'm on house arrest. So I just want them to work everything out. I can start behaving a lot better if I want to. You can start behaving a lot better if you want to. I'm glad to hear that. What would you like to do? Stay home because I get to graduate school this summer. Are you willing to cooperate and participate in a, a plan to get everybody? This isn't all just about you. There are other people involved to, to work on something where everybody gets what they want? Yeah. I think it's mostly me. I'm not, I'm not a fool. It's a, I, if I don't change, none of this stuff is going to work. Well, that is true. But let me again be very clear. You are obviously a very loving, well-intended parent here. But you owe it to these girls to turn this around. Give them a chance. They've gone down a bad road here. It, like they're lost in the woods. You've got to lead them out of this. I've said many times on this show, teenage brains aren't through growing yet. And, and their reasoning centers, their ability to predict the consequences of their actions is the last things that fill in, in in the frontal portions of the brain. You have to see around corners. Give them a chance. Try one way. If it doesn't work, you have the other option. It's not, you don't have to pick either or. Okay. We'll make these available to you. But I'm telling you, it's up to them. And if you get attitude and, and you, you get a behavior that is not right, then you need to do what you have to do to turn this around. Fair enough? Yes, sir. We'll be right back. For more information on relationships, how to improve the one you're in, or rescue yours from the brink, log on to drphil.com. We've been talking about family dynamics today, and look, there has to be a hierarchy in a family. Somebody has to be in charge. You cannot manage by committee. It doesn't mean that people can't earn a right to a bigger voice but it is an earned right. And I, I trust that we have a plan here, right? All right, good. I, I appreciate you guys coming. I, I, are you glad you came? Yes, Absolutely. I am. Yes. Why? Because I think you gave us some good insight and the resources we need. If you want to send me your comments on this show, you can email me at drphil.com, and uh, you can also reach me on Twitter. And yes, I know that I didn't ask the girls if they were glad they came. Uh, but I trust in the long run they will be. Thanks for being here. So long. See y'all. See y'all. See y'all. See y'all.